whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And, and we are here, we are to, here rant to rant and rant rave. And rave. Jessica. Yes. How was your week? Oh, it was great. I went to Ye Old Ren Fair, the Renaissance and Pleasure Fair. I can't believe that we just talked for like two and a half hours before this and I did not mention it. Because (laughs) when it popped up on my Instagram feed, I go, Jessica's at the Renaissance Fair. Like, I didn't even know what was happening. Uh huh. It's also, ma'am, if I may interrupt, just yes. to say, you looked fire, girl. Ah, uh, you had your little, you had your little flower headband on. Mm-hmm. Your beautiful, intense eyes. You're so I mean, sweet. You looked, looked You're great. You're very nice. the The sunshine was right. Uh, I caught a bumper sticker that said "cash." grass or ass nobody rides for free and if you think i wasn't gonna have my picture taken with it you're sorely mistaken (laughs) you were very intensely proud of that picture i will say but it made for a real i was like oh boy she looks smoking well i'm freaking you're so sweet i don't think i've sent you a picture of this yet and i meant to post some pictures did i send you a picture of me holding the owl Because I held an owl. Okay, you haven't sent me the pictures of anything. And I just think that's so rude. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, I'm telling you right now, if you are in Southern California, I don't just mean LA. I mean, if you're in Southern California, get yourself to the Renaissance and Pleasure Fair in Irwindale. It's just outside of Pasadena. So literally it's maybe a 30 minute drive from where I am in LA. I have to go. I have to go. I've never been. Dana, it is absolutely incredible. So let me tell you guys something. You pay an entry fee, okay? And it's $42. You might say, what? That's so expensive. Let me tell you what you're getting for $42. Number one, the place is immaculate. It's run so efficiently, so well. It was packed. I mean, to the point where I was almost like, there's a lot of people here. (laughs) Just because I was annoyed at how long it was taking me when I was making a beeline to get somewhere. Right, right, right. I impatient sometimes. You do? (laughs) (laughs) Every person there is a performer. Okay. And you like can't tell sometimes you're like, do they work here or are they just one of the people like me wandering just around? Having fun. Yeah. Yeah. When I say that dressing up is encouraged, that's an understatement. So I don't have like a full cosplay garb. That's not really my jam. But yeah, I wore a little floral dress and Alan got me one of those little Renaissance floral crowns a few years oh, ago. So I cute. love it. It is so magical. All of the vendors are people making all of their wares. 
by hand. Right. It's not yeah, yeah, mass yeah. produced stuff. So whether it's like pewter goblets or incredible things made out of wood, uh, there was somebody there. I'm going to tell you right now, if I can, I feel like I took her card or something. This was the best deal at the Ren Fair. For $20, you could text her a photograph and she would text you in like an hour to come back and pick it up. She did a drawing, like a pencil drawing that looked real old timey and then put it in a glass pendant that also could have been hung as like a Christmas ornament or whatever. 20 bucks. It was so magical. I'm like, that is so special. And she was so good. So just incredible uh they have people who do braids oh my god i wanted to get my hair braided they have like 30 yes. styles you can pick i wanted to get my face painted i didn't do that either what did i choose as my special thing for the day i held an owl a great horned owl and That's amazing it was absolutely magical so i'm gonna have to post a picture of that Oh, really quick. I'll tell you the last thing to wrap this up. Also, part of what you are paying for is because there are shows all day long. So that's part of the ticket price. All of the performers are paid. I have several friends that that's how they make their living. They travel with this particular company. There's different Ren fairs around the country, but this Renaissance and Pleasure Fair, I think, moves on to Utah and then goes to another place. So it's always here in like mid-April to mid-May. There's shows all day long. Mimes, clowns, uh, circus performers, sword swallowers, jousting. You guys, it's the real deal. And I will tell you, if you go, definitely stop by to see the clan tinker. They're a traveling circus. And my friend Sam is part of that. He and his four siblings have been doing this most of their life. And they are incredible. They're a family of five and they reside in Texas, but they travel around the country for at least half the year performing at the Renaissance Fair. It's magical. It's magical. If you've never been to one, I'm begging you. I've never been to the one out here. Uh, You know our friend Jamie Dembo uh, and John Ross Bowie, her husband. So Jamie and John used to work at Ren Fairs. And uh-huh. she created a one-woman show called Rennie, which then was turned oh, into I a television it. show. Yes. It canceled too soon. Too soon. Too soon. I know. Um, it was magical. But they did that. And it was all about the TV show was the performers at their end. Yes. That's what it. Yeah. It's it's so cool. So good. Um, it's so good. I have to go because I know I would love it. I know I yes. would. Like, is, are there foragers there? Is anybody making swords or daggers uh yes there's uh, always a blacksmith actively yeah. working so you know alan's Need over to there, go a there. Lot of the time. well that was the first question dan tipton said is there a blacksmith mm-hmm. i'm sure that's where alan was yeah <laughs> <laughs> hilarious yes there's all kinds of stuff and the people there are so nice like this is another thing uh a people are doing this for pure joy and for the love yes. of it right but yes. these people are all typically very well read, very educated, and yeah. uh, history buffs. So yeah. you have a fascination with this. I'm telling you, you talk to these people, and he might be like, "Oh, well, this is actually a such and such sword that would have been used in the 14th uh, century by the French." Blah blah blah. You know, it's it's yeah. very cool. People are Heaven. very willing. Yep, 
and everyone's in character, but it's not like overdone when you go to some places and you're like, okay, can you turn it off? It's like, you're just part of the world. You just got to embrace it. It's an immersive experience. Yes. It sounds like. Yeah. It really is. And it's for everyone. It's for everyone. That's what I love. It is. Oh, and I'm sorry. I would be remiss without saying it is worth going just to get whatever type of food you want from the smoked turkey leg to the fried artichoke carts and a beverage. Mm -hmm. They have mead, they have beer, they have wine and people watch the things that you see walk by is nothing short of magical and we saw a <laughs> husband and wife and their baby carrot, their stroller fully decked out in fur. It was like a walking embodiment of Game of Thrones. And oh, everyone that was walking is. by is like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Just very fun. You got to go. You've got to, you need to go this weekend because the last weekend is when you and I are going to be in State College, Pennsylvania together, lady. How long has it been going on? because i didn't even know it was happening usually people are posting whatever this is a conversation for offline because it's only here for a month and it's only on saturdays and sundays and very busy and it's hard (laughs) for me to squeeze things in um (laughs) well that's very exciting i love that you guys did that i was very jealous um i trying to think what my week was you were shooting for zinnia i know that yes but that's always happening shooting for zinnia oh uh i did young storytellers this week oh yeah so that i've talked about that organization on here before we've profiled mm-hmm. it but it is a nonprofit organization that pairs children with writing mentors they yes. write something we come in we perform it for them in front of their school uh, it's just a delightful, delightful experience. And they're just so awesomely creative. Um, our little friend, Kate, I call her mm-hmm. little friend. She's a grown woman, but she's much younger <laughs> than us. Also, uh, you say it she, like she's a wee lass. You're like our little yes, friend, Kate. Our little friend, Kate, <laughs> rolled up with her washing. I gave her some sweet breads and we talked for hours. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, she joined me this year, and, you know, That's I'm awesome. sure she'll go on to do it without me, which is like how I got involved. Our friend John yeah. Hartmere, mm-hmm. many, 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 many years ago in the days of covered wagons, uh, he asked me to do it. He was mentoring someone. And so just I Amazing. continued doing it when he moved on. And so I hope that, you know, I can inspire someone to do that as well. Yeah. Uh, Quick Hollywood corner, Hollywood. Uh, Our friend John Hartmere, who we both love. He is a dream in every sense. Excuse me, but his Broadway show is about to premiere or did already premiere. Yeah. About Britney Spears. I know. One of the most talented dudes ever. Also so funny. Uh, He and I, he's one of those guys that we just do bits back and forth on Instagram. Same. For no reason. Yes. Um, but remember a couple of right smack in the middle of uh, the pandemic, he and Adam were in London. So his partner, yes. Adam, is an amazing actor. He's, yes. He's in um, 
He was in the Lehman uh, trilogy. Yes, he's he was in, wasn't he in Nanny Mc, Nanny McPhee or whatever that remember. movie was. He's been in so many things, but <laughs> recently with Nicholas Holt and uh and the the great. Yes. Adam was in the great. Uh he's fantastic. Anyway, one night they accidentally butt dialed me live on Instagram. Shut up. And I happened to be up. It was like three o'clock in the morning. Don't ask me why I was up. I was probably watching a crime show. I was out <laughs> on my porch, just enjoying my vibes, right? Uh-huh. They accidentally butt dialed me and I go, <laughs> Hello. 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 They're in their kitchen making morning because they're in London. So it's like, yes. you know, morning time for them, whatever. And <laughs> they just heard me going hello. And I watch them both go, huh? Like they both whip around. And I'm going, hello. <laughs> and we ended up talking and catching up for the longest time. It. it was just so random and hilarious. But anyway, I they're wonderful. It. Uh, please look up John Hartmere and everything he's ever done because he's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we have an ongoing yeah, feud because the song that I hate more than anything on the planet is Black Velvet by Alana Miles and he yeah. loves that song. And we passionately been, he does. We've been going head to head with about that for over a year now. It's so weird because both of you are extremely intelligent people and I don't know why you care. <laughs> oh my god it is offensive to my ears okay oh my what is wrong with you you're hilarious <laughs> it's not my favorite song but it doesn't make me want to have seizures <laughs> least favorite song i've ever heard oh I, no i get it no i get it I, this is not the first time <laughs> i've heard this from you obviously i've known you long enough uh... <laughs> all right jessica what's next should we tell it's people true. how to get a hold of us Oh yeah, baby. Um, you guys, I don't know why I've been saying that a lot lately, especially when I'm talking to Dana, but I have. It's a it's a I'm new not dawn. It's I'm a not mad about it. And I'm feeling good. good. Well, you guys, please, if you haven't or aren't already following us, find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Rants and Raves Podcast. On TikTok at the Rants and Raves podcast, handle at the Rants and Raves P, you can find us and please subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Rants and Raves podcast. You can send us a direct email at the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com. And last but not least, send us a little message through the contact button on our website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. Thank you. Shall I? Let's kick it off. Run right into my rave. Oh, look, yeah. <laughs> I have it right here. Let me just oh boy. <laughs> fly because it's one oh of my, my rant slash raves. The rave okay, portion okay. being, I love this product, it's by Clinique. It's really, I love, I was gonna say, it looks lovely on you. Thank you. I love yeah. all Clinique. Okay, yeah, I was okay. uh, my mom's best friend who was my second mother was one of the silva bullets as they call it at clinique like one of the ladies that wore the white lab coats oh and fancy rana used to always bring us home samples and things like that my mom was obsessed with the ddml as rana called it for short the dramatically different moisturizing lotion rana's from boston oh boy. okay oh boy. <laughs> 
So I love Clinique and I used to love using my mom's makeup. And so once I was old enough to start wearing a little bit of makeup, I was lucky enough to be able to get it from my mom and Rana. So why am I telling you this? I love you, Clinique, and I love your products. What I do not love or accept is the name of maybe my favorite product that you make. It's called a chubby stick. Okay. Don't like it. I feel like I've heard other other products and stuff called chubby sticks before. It's never crossed my my mind. You're right. Rude. Gross. Rude and weird. And there's a lot of connotations with it. Okay. The first one being sexual. I think we can all agree on that. Secondly, oh, yeah. as far as chubby. A little, little rub chub, a little, a little chub rub. Yeah. yeah. As far as chubby, I don't want anything being referred to as a fatty unless it's a joint. You heard? <laughs> okay. <So laughs> let me tell you right now. The yeah. other thing is I don't appreciate the name. It actually makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit. Now, I love this color. But you want to know what it's yeah, called? What? Chunkiest chili. That makes me throw up a little bit in my mouth. I picture a big old yeah. bowl of chunky chili as in food that you eat. And that is not appealing to me, picturing putting that as a nice berry red on my lips. Okay. Well, I thought when you said, what did you say? Chunkiest of chili? Chunkiest I thought chili, chili chili peppers like the color yes. of, or what color but still i don't want anything chunky on my lips because that's reminiscent that smacks of vomit yes it sounds <laughs> disgusting yeah i do read everything like i if i get a greeting card i turn it over on the back because i want to be like oh made by dana powell this is so cute i don't know about seltzer press let me look them up like i'm that person with yeah everything. yeah you best believe I read the names. Okay. I'm a yeah. big fan of puns with the nail polish world and those OPI names. That's a whole nother yeah, yeah. thing, but I'm just going to read you a couple of other names for From them? the chubby stick. Uh, Richer raisin. Fuller what? fig. Why? Why? Why fuller fig? <laughs> whole lot of honey. Fine. Graped up. Yeah, whatever. Mega What's melon. That, mean? I that don't know. doesn't mean anything. You just took your flavor and put up on it. Like, I could say, backpacked up. <laughs> well, this one is going to really send you, Dana. Curviest okay. caramel or caramel, depending on no. who and Why how is this you all about body it. types? It's very clear that they're leaning into body types because uh-huh. a color is not curvy. That doesn't. Oh, really? Why don't you tell that to broadest berry? Broadest? Or roomiest rose. Roomiest? This Looks is like all this about... dress I'm wearing is roomiest rose. Okay. <laughs> I am I just, actually shocked. These are body descriptions. Yes, it's and they're weird. Not, and they're not uh, flattering. <laughs> why are they? Why are they trying to make that their market? 
uh, branding of body types for my lips. Clinique, like, you're not a sponsor, a, but you can I mean, be. You can be. We'll help you. We'll help you learn how to name your lipsticks not after body types. Like, good I God. Hate it. And also, also, if you want to know how women actually talk about their bodies, I frequently call mine a glow worm. So what you got for that? Yeah. What you got for yeah. that? Or yeah. I say oh. I'm built like a spider. I'm a round body with appendages. What you got for that, Clinique? Come at me. <laughs> ah, abundance arachnid abundance <laughs> arachnid and it's like a like a darker kidney bean color <laughs> yeah. brown recluse red oh my god that's horrifying horrible Look, they already but have it's horrifying to venom. Oh, I'll it use stings your lips. Oh, I'll Does use that. Hurt? Oh, all day. That's a stinger. It's a good yeah. stinger. It's like, ah, uh, these big old lips be coming at you soon, miss. <laughs> you sounded I like wish... Theo Vaughn. <laughs> I'm dying. I just, listen, I enjoy a lip color. I enjoy names, but boy, I don't want them named after my body. Uh, thank you. But if I could safely and wonderfully, like, that's the good thing about virtual reality. Like, if I want to create an avatar of myself, mm -hmm. she is going to have some lips that she could just swing her head from side to side and row a boat. I want right. some big old fat lips. I've, it's always been a dream of mine. I got these little chicken lips oh. here. And what you say, what is chicken a chicken lip? Lips. Chickens don't have lips. Exactly my point. <laughs> oh boy oh boy well jessica i'm on board with you i'm a little angry at clinique now if i'm being honest okay. look they're the only proven hypoallergenic makeup so i'll give it to them not really come on do better what was that one broader berry broadest like, berry broadest berry and how is that in any way sexy like and next up on our color palette is broadest sexy. Nope. Nope. Didn't feel it. You can get down. You can even gravel. Even Jessica's deep, sexy voice. Say broadest berry. Broadest berry. No, I'm not having it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, do you have a wrap up or should we just move oh, on? No, it's wrapped. Is there a call to action? Do we need to be emailing Re Clinique? Reapply as I angrily. Well, you look beautiful. Well, oh, thank you. I love it. This is the Chubby Stick Intense Moisturizing Lip Color Balm. Again, in well, chunkiest chili. <laughs> I don't like that part. That part's yuck. <laughs> but you look beautiful in your fury. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay what do you have for us i have a rant from a listener and this is so funny because um are we saying who is, are we saying the yes. name we, okay uh -huh. krista yeah she said we could share right so yeah. uh so, so <laughs> jessica told me that we had a rant from a listener and something about the tone of how you said it made me go oh great is it about me <laughs> 
And she was like, well, kind of. But then I read it. I'm dying. I'm. I, this is so fun for me. I can't. Okay, here we go. Ready? This is from our listener, Krista. Yep. Such a great, like, always supports us. Just love you. Okay, here we go. Yes. Hey there, Rants and Raves. <laughs> Jessica, because everybody knows Jessica opens the messages because Dana has anxiety. Okay. I have a really embarrassing question for you that you can actually use on the podcast. Oh, we are. <laughs> Dear Dana and Jessica, I've been an avid loyal listener from day one and was a loyal, absolutely worst podcast listener too. Thank you so much. Oh, I love it. So I have an extremely embarrassing question to ask, but I just have to ask it. First, you should know I have some auditory processing difficulties. Great. Good to know. Mm -hmm. My hearing is just great, but sometimes I just can't understand words sometimes. My friend Bobby is like that. Totally get it. Um, mm -hmm. Especially when he's in a place where there's a lot of uh, other noise happening. Sure. He can't pick out voices, right? Uh, so I get that completely. Um, blah, 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 blah. I'm the worst at song lyrics, too. I also often will watch TV with the closed captions on. So this might just be my problem. No, I watch everything with closed captions. Mm -hmm. Just know that. Everything now. By choice. Whether I can hear it or not. I just want right. the security of it. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, my question is this. Oh, I love it. What are you saying in the intro to the podcast after Dana? That's a classy name for a... There's a million question marks and it says Harry... With a, a million more question marks. I like it classy. Do you? Pardon me? What? What am I hearing? I don't understand it. <laughs> All of this time, I just don't get it. Yes, it's a rant. I'm stumped. I feel so, ugh. Well, just stupid. Well, don't feel stupid because you're really going to throw a tizzy here in a minute. I cannot figure it out. I play it over and over again, <laughs> hoping that it will make sense. It never will. Okay, I can't be the only one who doesn't get it. I've been listening from day one and have no idea what you're saying, nor do I understand it. I let it go for so long, but now I just need to know. What if I accidentally die tomorrow and not know what you are saying or what it means? I thank you in advance and look forward to hearing you explain this. You're a hard of hearing listener. Sincerely, sincerely, your loyal listener, Krista in Canada. I I laughed so hard because Jessica, please, please tell Krista what you're saying. I think I do say I like it classy. Do you? I mean, I don't yes. think she's wrong in what she's hearing. She's absolutely not. That's a classy name for a Harry. Harry. You. I think we were talking <laughs> about hersitism. Is... <laughs> or as oh you God. said, hair suit. That's how I say it. Hair suit. <laughs> and I say But that's suit. my. Yeah, it's just my accent. I don't mean like literal hair suit, although. It's unfortunately it a very but aptly. I just. I feel so horrible that this has haunted her. <laughs> because she's a hundred percent right. She was right all along. She was right all along. We're just insane. So when we first started podcasting, I was like, "Okay, well, I'm just gonna make us like a little opening with some weird stuff from the first yes. episode, you know." And it was like just things that made me laugh. Like I loved hearing you say, "That's a classy name for a Harry." Completely out of context. <laughs> 
It just made me giggle. And so it now it's just stuck. Like, yes. unfortunately for YouTube and stuff, because of people's inability to focus on anything or get engaged in anything, I have to shorten it up for other platforms. And there may come a day where it's just a little ding, 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 ding. And then we go, in. who knows? But for some reason, it just reminds me of how far we've come, where we started. Yes. We were like, I don't know. Here we go. Who knows? Yep. You know, I had done my other podcast and I loved it so much. And we had such obviously an amazing fan base. And mm -hmm. then, you know, Allison moved away and I was like, well, I got to do something. I want to do something. And so mm -hmm. it, it's just like our, uh, it's our, it's, it, to me, it's an auditory meet cute yes. <laughs> of, of you and I starting the Rants and Raves podcast. And so anyway, I feel so horrible that she has been so traumatized for so long trying to figure out what we're saying. And it is nonsensical. I want to point out that I love that she is asking. And please, we mean this about anything. Don't ever be embarrassed to ask us. Like, oh, Dana and I are so down to earth. Like, we will probably end up crying laughing because we <laughs> both are extremely self-deprecating and very self-aware so you're not gonna uh, offend us by saying i don't know what you meant or are we gonna make you feel silly weird or, or embarrassed else? are you kidding me i exactly. walk in embarrassment every day yes. it's, part of, it's part of what fuels my creativity i'm not mad about it it's just who i am <laughs> yes <laughs> and as i get older as i get older I do not get embarrassed, and it's bad. Um, it's not great. Do you know? What? I went, okay, so everybody knows that there's a big strike happening, mm -hmm. right? And so I went to Picket. I'm supporting mm -hmm. our sister union because the actor's strike is coming next, and there's some major problems with residuals mm -hmm. and being able to maintain a living and all that stuff. So anyway, we're up there. This is, I, I can't believe I didn't talk about this in the beginning of the show, okay? Mm -hmm. But this is just a perfect example of how I walk in embarrassment. So this mm -hmm. girl says to me and Kate, are you guys here for the singles meetup? What? At the I strike? Think, yeah, I think she's doing a bit. I'm like, what a cutie. Because on me, totally, I, she walks up and I go, hi. <laughs> she goes, oh my God. hi, hi. And I go. Don't we know each other? She goes, no. Oh <laughs> she looks just like Deborah and Diana Matagrano from, yes. from Spark My Interest, our sister totally. podcast, our podcast buddies. Listen to them if you get a chance. They're absolutely delightful. Um, and so I learned so much from them. Totally. They always they're have. They're lovely, fun ladies, but they're also all very intelligent, too. Yes. So they have this girlfriend that is a redhead, but she's got like mm -hmm. strawberry red hair. She looks like a little woodland uh, uh, fairy sprite to me. She just yes. exudes happiness and cuteness. And this girl looked like her. So I was like, hi. <laughs> and then she's like, no, crazy person. You don't know me. Anyway, she immediately says, are you here for the singles? I think, oh, we've connected. Now we're doing bits because that's the only way Dana's brain operates sometimes in public. <laughs> Okay, it's the only way I can get out of my house without being agoraphobic, okay? <laughs> so I go, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I lean into it. Yeah, I mean, you got to meet people, right? Full-blown married woman. 
So anyway, this conversation happens. I'm thinking we're tete-a-teting. Tete-a-teting. Uh, Is that, can uh-huh. I make that a verb? Sure. <laughs> Kate, she walks away. Kate goes, Dana, I think we're at the singles area. Both of us are married, by the way. I go, what are you talking about? She was doing a bit. She's like, I don't, I don't think she was. <laughs> so we're leaving. At the at the table, the sign in table, I'm dropping off my signs so other people can use them, you know. And I hear these other two girls go, "Yeah, singles." I don't love it. So I find out they didn't sound like babies. I just didn't have enough words to improvise that. So <laughs> I look it up later. So I- at, the way that our studios work, people are striking at different gates, and that could be. Okay. One's like practically over the hill and one's not, right? Like their studios are huge. So like, for example, uh, a few days ago, Imagine Dragons showed up and played an impromptu concert for people striking. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things like that. A lot of local restaurants and businesses are dropping off food and water and pizza and things like that for people striking. It's really lovely. Mm -hmm. So apparently (laughs) we were at the gate. For the singles to meet and mingle. So I don't I didn't understand. Know. <laughs> like dating or meaning you didn't come with a friend or a group? No, no, no. It. Dating. So we're dating. Like if you're single, that... if you're single, let's strike together. Maybe somebody will meet somebody. Apparently. Okay. What? This is young people stuff. <laughs> but I just need to let you know that there was a girl there that brought a speaker, and which, by the way, brilliant. If you're going to be picketing anytime soon, bring a speaker. Really yeah. helps with morale to have Katy Perry or Call Me Maybe or <laughs> play. Sure. Girl, I'm telling you, I'm getting to that age where I don't get embarrassed. So without knowing that I was at the singles area, your girl here. Had her sign just dancing away. Just oh even at, even when we couldn't be in the crosswalk, just mm, call me maybe. Like a floozy out there advertising yeah. my single ass. I ain't single. <laughs> and everybody's driving by going, well, that's the singles area. Is that Dana dancing across the crosswalk? Because I kid you not. As soon as we walked away, our friend Candace said, stop taking selfies and pick it. We got recognized by, I had three people reach out to me and say, I saw you picketing. None of them added at the singles area. Because I think that's made up. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I can't believe I forgot to tell that story. I'm sorry, Krista, that I brought it up in this, but it's just an example of like how my brain works. I was in a very weird weird situation anyway, and I made it exponentially weirder. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God, lady. Oh God. Okay, let's move on. I am sorry to. We need a cleansing breath, but I just want to say. To Krista in Canada, I'm sorry that we've driven you insane for so long. <laughs> and please just ask us. <laughs> okay. I got to tell you, this email made me laugh so hard. I told you oh, I was really? screaming. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So a big staple of our show is 
we have all our angsty, the things we want to complain about, um, and all those feelings of stress and anxiety and everything. We kind of rant it all out. We take a big deep breath in, a cleansing breath, blow out all the bad, and then we spend the rest of the show trying to fill up with some goodness, some happiness, some funny stuff, some silly stuff, mm-hmm. um, but also profilings, charity organizations, ways to give back to your community, whatever. So if you're alone, please scream it out. It's really mm-hmm. good for you. Don't hurt your vocal cords, but like really get into it. If you can't do yes. that, because I don't want you doing that at Ralph's or whatever, Piggly Wiggly, depending on where you are. Exactly. <laughs> no, I hate that place. Okay, calm down. <laughs> Trigger warning on the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> ah. All right, let's take a deep breath in. Mm-hmm. We're going to blow that all out and then continue on with the show. I just want to say, Jessica, you're a monster. Jessica's an open eye creeper. So if you're watching, don't close your eyes. Just watch Jessica. <laughs> Stop it. You are crazy. If you're not watching us, guys, you're missing a lot from Jessica's eyebrows. <laughs> Let's take a deep breath. Wait, okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, deep breath in. And uh, <sighs> I'm so proud of you, Jessica, for being able to do that. For being able to get air up my nose for the first time in yes. three weeks? I know. Yes. You've been I having so many allergy and breathing issues. Because you know what, and I will not dwell on this, because if you suffer from allergies, you already know this, especially if you're in uh, California. But again, because of the torrential rains that we had for so long has caused a super bloom. Yes. Uh, This, the Southlands have never looked prettier. The hillsides that are normally charred and brown are green and lush and amazing. Yeah. But we got a super bloom and it has been killing me like to the point where it actually made me sick. So, yes, I still sound nasal, but I can breathe up my nose now, which is I shocking. Know. So glad Full disclaimer, I'm a mouth breather, whether you're a first time listener or OG long timer. I think you hear every breath I take. That's been since <laughs> I was a kid. I've had my adenoids out, my tonsils out, six lymph nodes out, and two complete blasting of my sinuses. None of it worked. I'm done. I've resigned myself to this life. You'll have to deal with my Darth Vader breathing. Okay. Oh, sexy. A sexy piece. (laughs) It's some people probably like it for the ASMR factor. Well, I'm just going to tell you. Uh Yeah. I was just going to ask you. We're moving into corners. I was going to ask you what Uh kind of corner you have. A weirdo of the week. Oh, weird. You're so very weird. Why must you bring your weirdness here? I took that from a different place of resonance. That was not my usual tone. It took you by surprise. It did. You clutched, you clutched your pearls when you did. I totally you... did. <laughs> because I'm kind of nervous about this because I don't remember if I sent this to you when it first was brought you to d- my attention. But No, you did. And also, if you think I didn't see it, you're a maniac because I probably <laughs> saw that before anyone 
Go ahead. So uh, I titled this corner Totally Disgusting, and you're about to find out why. <laughs> this is brought to us by Complex. This was also sent to us by several people, so thank all of you who sent this in because you were right and you knew that we would both freak and absolutely feature it. Cannot handle it. This is by a very long, interesting, one-named author by the name of Markle Labert. All one word. Pardon my pronunciation. Okay. Night manager charged after allegedly entering room and sucking toes of hotel guest. Absolutely not. Unacceptable. No, ma'am. No. Okay. Keep going. A man staying in a Hilton hotel in Tennessee woke up to quite the predicament when he caught the evening manager sucking on his toes. No, no. Woke up to that, y'all. According to Law and Crime, David Patrick Neal was arrested Friday after he allegedly entered the room of the man staying at the downtown Nashville Hilton Hotel on March 30th and put his mouth around his toes. Neil was taken into custody and charged with one count each of aggravated burglary and assault while being hit with a $27,000 bond. The guest filed a lawsuit alleging sexual assault and told officers with the Nashville Metropolitan Police Department he was visiting the city on a business trip. Bet he won't be going back. No way. No he was reportedly asleep when he suddenly woke up around 5.30 a.m. to find Neil making contact uh, with his feet. Contact! According to... <laughs> Such an understatement. <laughs> According to Nashville ABC affiliate WKRN-TV, police took statements from the guest and Neil, who admitted he entered the unit without permission... By using a copy of the room key. Yeah, buddy, oh. you're going to jail. Holy cow. I mean, it's so crazy. However, Neil told police he entered the room after allegedly smelling smoke and wanted to make sure things were fine. You no. saw there wasn't a fire and to celebrate you sucked on someone's toes? You're going to get a text from Alan so hard. You're screaming so loud. I'm screaming. But you're not wrong. Also, not for nothing, this was not like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre small town motel. No. Like, no. this was a Hilton. Hilton in Nashville. Uh, uh, the arrest. The arrest how? stated. <laughs> what? How handsome. Was this man that that night manager was like, I'm willing to risk everything. I gotta get my lips around them toes. I can't. You're disgusting. There's 500 other people in this hotel, but tonight, them toes is mine. What? You are a menace to society. Seriously, I wonder if it was pointed, like if he deliberately wanted him, 
because of whatever reason or if it was a random thing and he just just anybody who was in that room anybody that was in that room was going to get a full-on toe sucking like you can't you can't be with a partner for years and then somewhere out of the blue just start sucking on a toe okay that's something that needs to be discussed because i'm gonna continue with this vile report The arrest report stated Neil didn't notify anyone on staff about smelling smoke. Oh, you don't say. Nor did guests report anything of the nature. Neil also told police that he threw away the key, but was never recovered. All of my life, you just, I don't know. All my life, you just have that sense of security and that sense of peace, right? It's not like you're camping and you have to kind of keep one eye open, the victim told WKRN. You have the security that's yours, and when you close your eyes, you feel like you're safe and you're protected, and it was a complete violation. I mean, yes! I was just so, so shocked. It was, who are you? Why are you in my room? It was almost like a dream, a sort of nightmare. It didn't make sense. Why is this person touching me? Michael Fisher, (laughs) the victim's attorney, stated in the lawsuit that Neil has an extensive criminal past including Uh, serving five years in prison for manslaughter (gasps) and more. Oh my God. Multiple charges of forgery, drinking and driving, a manslaughter conviction as well, which served prison time. When Hilton hired this person, they had to have known. They have to do background checks to know. And the fact that they would put somebody like that in a position where they have ability to clone keys, have the ability to get into a guest's room is just shocking. Um, I'll say now I'm shocked that this isn't all over the national news. Well, I think it was, but just for a hot minute because our country is such a shit show. But yeah, for real, that's major. You know, you, you always I just got see, scared. I thought you, you and I were staying the, at a Hilton next week, but we're not. No, we're not. Hilton. We're not. No, no. Because <laughs> yeah, Jessica and I are traveling next week for a live podcast recording. But um, oh, no, we're not in Hilton. Hilton. Also, like, <laughs> can you just imagine, you know how it is when you first wake up, even if you naturally wake up in your own home. Sometimes I go, wait, is it day or night? What's happening? Like, it takes me a minute to yes. to get the, the 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 wheels fired up. 100%. wake up with your toes in a stranger's mouth no. out of a dead sleep. Uh-uh. I would have probably kicked him to the point of being unrecognizable. I was going to say he's lucky that that guy didn't freak <sighs> out and, like, fight or flight, just murder him with his own hands. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. I know how startled I am when an earthquake wakes me up in the middle of the night and think I'm hallucinating each time it happens. So God knows what he thought. Yes. Trying to figure out, is that the dog scratching or is my whole house shaking? Like, yes, it's Mm -hmm. so discombobulating. I can't even fathom. And everything about it, like coming into the room, everything. But then to add the fact, like, Toes and feet are some of the most disgusting parts of the human body. I mean, it's like maybe like um, butthole and then feet. <laughs> oh, my 
God. I don't want to make a scale for you, but toes are dirty, and especially if they's the toes of a stranger. <laughs> right? I cannot, yes. We can't. We got to get out of this or we're, I'm going to gag or I'm going to make somebody yep. else gag if I haven't already. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for sending that in, I guess. Yes. Actually, yes, thank you for sending it in because I didn't realize they can't be hiring criminals with right? with manslaughter charges and assault charges with nope. key room, room keys. Hilton? Right. Ooh, they're in trouble. Right. They're in some big trouble. I think, mm. don't you? Yes, I do. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Anyway, I have a very, I have an animal instincts corner. There's no toes okay. in this. Okay. There is a little chlamydia, but anyway, this is from Smithsonian <laughs> Magazine, <laughs> which, by the way, is a fantastic magazine. If you don't yes. get it, if you're interested, um, my father-in-law John Tipton, he he gets it for us. Like that's one of our oh, Christmas nice. presents. And mm-hmm. I really do love it. I don't often Heck get to yeah. sit down and just leisurely, but I'll store them up and then I'll have an afternoon. Yeah, I'll drink yes. some wine or something and go there. Oh, I love yeah. it. It's a great, great magazine. And I love that. Keep, uh, print alive. Yes. <laughs> um, so this is from Smithsonian and it's written by Margaret Osborne. This is about koala bears. Uh, scientists in Australia have begun capturing and vaccinating wild koalas against chlamydia and debilitating disease that can lead to blindness, infertility, death in the marsupials, reports Christina Larson for the Associated Press. Now, I've spoken more than once on this podcast about my concern over like a huge percentage of koala bears have chlamydia and that is not easy disease. It's a real problem. So this is so exciting. Cases of chlamydia have risen dramatically in recent years, with half of half of all wild koalas in the state of Queensland believed to be infected. Wow. Quote, it's killing koalas because they become so sick they can't climb trees to get food or escape predators. Samuel hmm. Phillips, a microbiologist at Australia's University of the Sunshine Coast, who helped develop the vaccine, tells AP. Chlamydia is caused by bacterial parasites that infect hundreds of species, including amoeba, insects, aquatic animals, reptiles, birds, and mammals. In humans, the bacterial strain chlamydia causes one of the most common sexually transmitted infections in the world, with about 131 million people infected every year. Is that what they call a clap? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. It is. Are you proud of yourself right now? <laughs> With your chunky, ch- chunky pepper lips. My knowledge of STDs cannot be surpassed. <laughs> um, okay, so antibiotics can generally cure chlamydia in humans, but for koalas, treatment is much trickier. Giving these drugs to koalas can mess with their unique gut bacteria, that allows them to digest eucalyptus leaves. Yeah, because those are hard to digest. And reinfection mm-hmm. is common. In a lot of cases, if you treat them with antibiotics, they often come back with chlamydial disease again. Uh, the disease spreads between the animals, both sexually and from mother to child. Over the mm-hmm. past decade, Tim's, Phillips, and their colleagues have been developing a protein-based vaccine against chlamydia that has already been tested in hundreds of koalas. 
Uh, this March, the first wild koalas were caught, vaccinated, monitored, and marked with pink dye on their backs so they wouldn't be captured again. The scientists plan to vaccinate half of the koala population in the Northern Rivers region Hmm. of New South Wales, or about 50 individuals. The vaccine will not cure a koala of chlamydia, but the team hopes it can lower the animal's infectiousness enough to slow the spread. With this trial, Hmm. the team wants to find out how much of a wild population they must inoculate to significantly reduce cases. But chlamydia isn't the only threat to koalas. Climate change and bushfires have led to populations being chronically stressed. All that leads to poor chlamydia response. It gets them from low-grade chlamydia infections Mm. to more serious disease, he told the publication. That's what we're doing to them, and we're doing it on all fronts. The Australian Koala Foundation estimates that less than 57,920 koalas are left in the wild, and possibly as few as 32,065. Last year, Australia declared koalas endangered in some eastern parts of the country. Though widespread vaccinations of wild animals aren't unheard of, they're certainly not routine yet. One of the most well-known vaccination campaigns for wildlife in the U.S. might be the oral rabies vaccine, which began, oh, wow, okay, which began uh, nationwide in the U.S. in 1997. Um, that's a lot of, there's some farm, there's some farm information totally. here I'm going to skip. Uh, vaccination is an incredible resource intensive thing to do. Chief scientist at the Smithsonian's National Museum of Natural History, who previously led the Koala Genome Consortium in Australia. Hmm. Because, this is a quote, but because the effects of chlamydia are so debilitating, I think this is totally worth it. I do too. Yes. I mean, because what a miserable existence, you know, that chlamydia makes them so miserable. Their skin hurts, they're itchy, like, I didn't realize that they could do that with wild population. I mean, I'm being serious. I just, I'm fascinated by that. Well, I love. Okay, in captivity or whatever, sure. But um, but I love the the example of rabies because it's like, yeah, that worked. Yes. So very, very cool. Thank you, Smithsonian. Yes. Let's Let's help those little tree, tree bears. Totally. And again, thank you, because that was another thing sent in from a listener. I a love lot it of our I mentioned today, that a lot. Yes. Please uh, keep it coming, you guys. I love it. And like we said, anything you send us, it's either a rant, a rave, or a corner. Sometimes it's all three, and we just have to yes. pick where we're going to put we it. We just so, pick it, put it somewhere. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yes. Also, exactly. I hadn't heard about... I hadn't heard about that yet, and I'm, like, really excited about mm-hmm. that. It's something that, oddly, yes. does cross my mind frequently. <laughs> totally. Anyway. All right. Should we move into our raves, the best part of our yes. show? Yes. So I'm very excited about our raves today because, like we've said, um, we highlight all kinds of things, and it's just things that are positive uh, in this world. Sometimes they may have a sad uh, beginning around it, but it's how we can uh, turn something positive. Yeah. Um, I always do such a weird roundabout way of saying that, but <laughs> I love stories also as raves. It doesn't just have to be uh, an organization or things like Correct. that. Correct. Yeah. It can so just be good both, news. Yeah. Yeah. And both of our raves today are that very thing. And I love that. Oh, cool. I think they're both very important and very special. So um, this 
is proof that you can correct your mistakes. Mm. So, you know, we have the BBC. In mm. Canada, we have the CBC. And this story is brought to us by the CBC in Nova Scotia by Richard Woodbury. This is an article titled, She Left University Because of a Drinking Problem. Now sober, she's a valedictorian. Oh, whoa. A Nova Scotia woman who dropped out of university a decade ago because of her alcohol use will be the valedictorian at one of St. Mary's University's upcoming convocations. Laura Eamon, an economics major who will be graduating summa cum laude distinction, will be speaking at one of the commerce faculty's convocations this weekend, actually, on May 17th. Oh, cool. She's the valedictorian for the A to the L ceremony. It doesn't matter how old you are, what has happened in your past, your sunk costs, how many years you spent doing the status quo, you can shake it up, you can change course, said Eamon, 29. Her first stint at university that began in 2011 lasted just over a year. Her time at Carleton University in Ottawa included several failed classes and scraping by in others, blackout drinking sessions, and being taken from a residence party to a hospital by paramedics. After dropping out, she moved home and continued drinking, couch surfed, and worked a series of jobs in retail and reception when she wasn't calling in sick for the day. She has now been sober since 2013. Since then, she got a diploma in medical office administration and started working in the healthcare system. Longing for a bigger challenge, she applied to St. Mary's University in 2017 and started attending the Halifax University. That's wow. where my mom was born. That's where my grandparents oh, really? lived. Yeah. Such a beautiful, quaint little town. Oh, my God. Go to Nova Scotia. You guys go to the Maritimes if you can. <laughs> Last year was a busy one for Eamon. She landed a Frank H. Sobey scholarship worth $35,000, one of nine given out annually to undergraduate business students in Atlantic Canada. She also got married and is a stepmom to two kids. Wow. Besides being an active volunteer, she's spoken frequently about her sobriety journey, including on a podcast and an alcohol policy forum in Nova Scotia. It's really awesome that I feel secure in my sobriety enough to talk about it a lot more. The application process for becoming the valedictorian included writing a speech, submitting transcripts, and auditioning before a panel. Eamon learned by phone in late March that she had been chosen. She cried when she got the phone call. The culmination of all my time at Carleton, at Nova Scotia Community College, and at St. Mary's, just like everything coming together. It would be worth it, whether or not I was valedictorian, but the ending chapter of this part of the book is just really beautiful. Eamon was having a virtual lunch with her friend when she learned she'd be valedictorian. The friend said, I admire Laura very much because she is about going and finding things that kind of challenge her and put her on the spotlight and she just goes for it. She thinks Eamon is a perfect fit for valedictorian. She worked really hard to get where she is and she had some personal things to overcome, but she's so hardworking. Eamon said that when her life was a mess, her father boasted about her to others, and she didn't understand why. I just feel it's this really magical moment where I don't have any religious beliefs or anything, 
but it's like this overwhelming feeling of, wow, maybe he knew, maybe he had this dream or vision and knew things that I didn't know of ahead of time. Mm. Um, so that's really incredible. And I, that really got to me. Um, I mean, for a lot of obvious reasons, as I think it gets to any of us, but I've talked about this many times. I have lost many, way too many loved ones, people that were very, very, very close to me in my life due to their illness and their addiction. So to see somebody be able to become sober and continue to do so, and instead of just trying to walk away from the past or anything else, we all have to do what we have to do to survive, to go back to school and to give it their all and end yes. up being the freaking valedictorian right at the is, from blackout drinking to the valedictorian. It's just incredible. Anything is possible if mm-hmm. we believe in ourselves and if we ask for help. Yeah. Um, and just very because, sad. Just because you've messed up doesn't mean your story's over. Correct. You know? It's like, it's that little thing that, my son says, everybody makes mistakes, yep. no matter who yes. you are or how hard yep. you try. So don't forget that. Don't write yourself off. Yep. Ever. Exactly. Yeah. I just read a really good quote the other day where somebody said, um, a lot of people, I'm going to do a horrible job paraphrasing it as usual, but like people are always concerned or ashamed of failures or failing in life failure is a sign that you were trying failure is a sign that you were doing something and i was like "Ooh, that's a good one it is that's a good one you know i fail all the time but it's because because i'm always trying to learn something new do something different that's right and i can't expect to be an expert at all this stuff when i first start that's insanity to think that so don't ever see you know, the even the connotation of the word failure, I actually don't see things as failures. It's just part of the journey. You yes. know, like like when my, my therapist said to stop, to take the word mistake out of my vocabulary. She was like, mm-hmm. it's not right or wrong. It's just part of your journey. And in that moment, yep. that's the decision you made. So you can make that cover a much broader scope. You know, you, you may have made some life mistakes. She really could have taken a path of destruction. And did for a little bit, but you can always, you can always write the ship. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. Beautiful. I love it too. All right. My turn. Uh, For my rave this week, this is from a listener, Sarah. So thank you, Sarah, for sending it in. Making the beach accessible to all. Uh, This is from thegoodnewsnetwork.org. Love that website, guys. I think we tell you all the time, check it out. It's one of those. Just love it. Um, This is by Andy Corbley. Greece makes hundreds of beaches accessible to wheelchairs with self-operating ramps into the water. What? I love it. Describing... Describing access to the sea as an inalienable human right, Greek tourism authorities are retrofitting 287 beaches across the country with self-operating wheelchair ramps. 
Self-operating means that wheelchair users can operate it by themselves without assistance from a friend or employee, offering a flexible freedom rarely found in difficult terrain such as beach sand. So far, work crews have already installed the C-Track system on 147 beaches where disabled people can enjoy swimming in the country's famous blue waters. The scope of the project goes beyond beaches and has seen the Acropolis of Athens equipped with a wheelchair elevator and many other sites receive renovations to make wheelchair-bound visitors more welcome, including bathrooms, sidewalks, and walkways, snack bars, and other amenities. Yes, snack bar. The Acropolis, shame on every place that isn't doing something about ADA. They're doing it at the Acropolis. Yeah. Quote, people with disabilities, uh, sorry, it just refreshed and went somewhere else. Uh, People with disabilities and people with limited mobility can engage in activities such as swimming that contribute to their physical and mental health. Basile's Kikilas, Greece's tourism minister, announced at a press conference. SeaTrack does not provide only independent access to the sea. Ignatius Fotiu, who helped develop the technology to the Washington, said to the Washington Post, it, quote, it provides dignity and independence to people with mobility issues that want to enjoy swimming. They can choose where to go and ask their friends to join them, not the other way around, end quote. Mm-hmm. The government of the country created a website for all the info needed to plan a wheelchair-included trip to the beaches of Greece, including a map of all the beaches nearby equipped with sea tracks. Um, there's a video. If you guys want to check it out, we'll put a link. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a video. Uh, watch the beach joy in their video. So you can so watch cool. that if you want. So cool. You're right. Why is it's 2023? Come on. These... <laughs> We yes. don't throw we don't throw away people with disabilities anymore. Let's let them live life right. and have the same joys that we do. Come on. I love yes. that. Ooh, I love it. Good I job. love it. And the uh, they're doing it to hundreds of beaches. Yeah, not just one. No. Yeah. I just love, love that people will have the chance to do it and I love the fact that they will be able to do it for those who are capable on their own. That is a huge step for letting people continue to have independence mm-hmm. and letting Which them do is things so important. when they want to do it. Yes. It's so important to your self-esteem, everything, everything. Yes. I love it. Love it. Jessica. Indeed. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. You want to tell people one more time how to get a hold of us? Because I loved everything you guys sent in. Yes, please find us at the Rants and Raves podcast on both Instagram and Facebook, on TikTok at the Rants and Raves P. You can find our YouTube channel, the Rants and Raves podcast. Please download or subscribe to our channel. We are really moving uh, mountains over there and uh, putting (laughs) a lot of focus there. So please check us out. And thank you for those who have and continue to do so. You can send us a personal email to the Rants and Raves podcast at gmail.com or go to the contact button on our website, www.therantsravespodcast.com. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. Um, Yes. Quick shout out. Thank you to everyone who heard us this week, last week, Mm -hmm. and um, liked our stuff and stuff. Uh, That's very helpful. If you haven't done that yet, you know, we don't ask for a lot. We would ask, you know, like, subscribe, review, five stars, all the 
gross social media stuff just because we're trying to grow. Um, mm-hmm. Jessica and I don't get anything from this. We do it for joy, and we just want to get our message out to the rest of the world as much as possible. Yes. Um, we like hanging with you guys. We like feeling we like we're we're besties with you all, and you know, there's always mm-hmm. room for more. Always room for more partiers. <laughs> Right. More ravers, more ravers. Woo-woo. Uh, <laughs> Jessica, is there anything that you need to share that you're watching or reading or anything like that? I will tell you, I have one recommendation for mm-hmm. this week, and I beg you to see it. And if you are a parent, um, if you are a mom or an aunt or a sister or a friend or anything else, and there's any young women or old women in your life that you would like to share a lovely experience with, please go and see, are you there? God, it's me, Margaret. Um, I will keep this short and sweet because I could go on about this for an hour. I love Judy Bloom. She is hands down my most favorite and most influential author that was a part of my childhood. I read all of her books. I think you read a lot of them, if not all too, Dana. Probably all of them. Yeah. Right. She spoke to us in a way that no one else was speaking to young adults, right? It's like, you're not a kid. You're kind of in that tween. So like for tweens and teens, she was a voice for young women. Okay. Like I realized Alan's like, no, I never read those. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess probably none of the guys I knew read Are You There or God? Yeah, it was more for the, for the female uh, perspective, I think. But I I even- please. I mentioned to you that that mm-hmm. book, it was rumored that it was going to be banned at my school. And boy, I uh-huh. sneaky checked that thing out and read it oh. before it got banned. <laughs> yeah. And it takes place in the 70s, but everything in that story is so, ti- it's still so timely. It all holds up from pretending that they had boobs when they didn't and stuffing mm-hmm. your bra so that you weren't the only one and all this stuff. Uh, a range of friends where sometimes their parents did discuss things with them. Some kids, their parents discussed nothing with them. So they were completely clueless. I laughed. I cried. It is so well done. It is such a beautiful lift off the page and onto the screen. A lot of times we know the movie's better or worse than the book. Yeah, yeah. This is incredible. Also, my friend mentioned this to me that I saw it with and I'm like, yeah, I forgot. A big part of the movie is that the main character, her father is Jewish and the mom is Christian. And it is about that and like interfaith uh, marriages. I would imagine that's one of the reasons they were trying to ban it at my school. <laughs> I would imagine yep. that was one of the reasons. <laughs> totally. So seriously, it's so joyful. I've told all of my friends that have daughters, all of my girlfriends, I'm like, I I mean, of age, of course, but I'm like, one of my friends, their kids are 14 and 13 and 14. I'm like, take them both right now and go see that movie. It's pure joy. And also huge shout out, huge props to Judy Bloom. She is getting up there in age. 
she is incredible. She is still fighting the fight. She is still speaking out against banning books. She is still speaking out about people having reproductive rights. She is still speaking out about people being able to have a voice and the right to be educated. And I love her. And if you're in Key West, Florida, I learned this on my CBS Sunday mornings. She owns a bookstore with her husband in Key West. <gasps> Are you serious? So, yes. How amazing. Wow. How much do you want to go to a bookstore that Judy Blooms owns? It's called I would books probably cry. Books. Yeah. I bet I would cry. She really did yep. leave an indelible mark on my childhood development, I think. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. Oh, love it. and I forgot this really quick and I swear it'll stop. Uh, our friend from IO, Echo Kellum, is the teacher. He has a huge part in the movie. Oh, Do you cool. remember Echo? Of course I do. Yes. Yeah. How awesome. I freaked out. I'm like, oh my God, that's Echo. And he plays the teacher. So I loved it. Uh, Very fun scene. I bet he's uh, awesome. Somebody that we knew from the past. He's yes. Great. he's He has such a gentle, lovely vibe about him. Yep. I bet he's just amazing in that. He's that's perfect. Awesome. Yep. Oh, I love hearing that. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, I will say the only thing I've got... I haven't really been watching. I've just been so busy. I, you guys are sick of me mm -hmm. hearing me say that. Um, but I am reading. I may have mentioned this a, a week or two ago when I first got it. The Secret Life of Pronouns, What Our Words Say About Us. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of like when people will choose certain word choice, are they distancing themselves from you? Like it's all a part mm -hmm. of my behavior analysis, body sure. language. All It's all kind of one big messy ball of, but it's fascinating right. to me. I know it sounds very boring, but it's fascinating to me. So anyway, that's all yeah. I got on in that regard. I love it. Um, I very will cool. leave us with a point to ponder. I like to leave everybody with something I hope to so. think about during the week. Sometimes it's inspirational. Sometimes it's informative. Sometimes it's just a mm -hmm. random fact. Um, I'm not going to categorize this one as anything other than horrific. I love you, Jessica. We will be back next week. Uh, Jess and I will we be traveling will. soon. So look for some fun social media mm -hmm. activity. Jessica, yes. did you know? Did you know that a human can sweat around 26 gallons in bed every year? That works out to 416 oh. cups. Over the course of 12 months, it's one of the many reasons you should change your bed sheets regularly. You're welcome. Sweet dreams. Do, 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 do,